feel like the number's not working. Oh, you know why it's not working? Why? Because everybody's looking at her tits, that's why. What? Jeez, I got a little chub. All right, everybody, listen up. My name's Matt Hayes. I'm here with uh, Bob Panalone out in uh, Detroit, uh, or Roy Oak, I guess. And this is, of course, the... Matty Long Balls. Oh, what's up, Bob? You got a little chub? <laughs> no. Was that your was that your PC principal intro that you just did? All right, everybody, listen yeah, up. Yeah. Little PC principal. All right, everybody, listen up. Uh, this is the analysis. Uh, PC principal. Did you introduce strong Bob? Strong Bob. Strong woman. <laughs> uh, let's start there, man. Let's start with the two South Parks we missed. Uh, super hard PCness mm-hmm. was the penultimate episode to the season. Okay. Um, both of these a lot of fun. I know we kind of talked about it already, but uh, um, this was great, man. I, I mean, I I was kind of bummed out uh, after the whole, uh, you know, that that last episode with the uh, you know the special ed kids. Yeah. What was that one, one kinda... calling it? Was like something moss piglets or something. Yeah. Yeah. Screw moss that piglets. I, I want to forget it from my memory. Yeah. No, they, they finished strong. I thought lots of yeah. laughs. We had one more trip back to Buca to Fagaccini's. Anytime uh-huh. we can uh-huh. make it back to Fagaccini's. I'm, I, I'm in a pretty good place. I, we just, well, he's that. A... Well, the, the Fagaccini's was, uh, I think the, the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Splat tomato. Oh, yeah, I was so kind of. Yeah, over- I just was kind of an- analyzing them both, almost as one oh, hour both? long episode, because yeah, okay. they had a lot to do with each other. So they actually did kind of like run nicely into each other. But uh, the the fact of genies, the uh, the laugh that got me there was it just butters just in between with a stupid little smirk on his face the whole time. Yeah, you guys ready to order? Um, <laughs> uh, anytime we can see you, fact of genies, it's a great callback. Um, Real quick, did you see on South Park's Facebook page that they were showing how they get the voice for Ike? And they were no, it was no, I, if you go look on South Park or South Park's Facebook page, they have Trey in the studio with what looks to be a six year old girl, and off camera is her mother, and he keeps you know saying like, "Okay, now say suck my balls," and the, mom, the little girl will look over to the mom, and the mom will be like, "Okay, it's okay, honey, you can say suck my balls," and then the, the little girl will say <laughs> no. suck my balls, and then both her and Trey will giggle together. It was really funny. No way. Yeah, That's it was hilarious. really cool. I always love when they do that. You know the suck my balls, Kyle. Suck my balls, Kyle. But it was you know it was it was great. So anyway, I, I was I knew we were gonna see a lot of Ike, and you know after when uh, when I. When Ike is at the forefront, they're usually good episodes. Yeah, like they the, are. The, the, the Canadian wedding when he goes off and he he assembles that crew He's to, to the track world. down the yeah. uh, and what's it was uh, that asshole Bob, um, and then uh, when, the when, when he went. like yeah when he like got when, when he was taking like testosterone or something he kind of. Yeah, fucking Nurk, fucking Nurk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had that little st- dirt stash. Yeah, uh, and and then this one with this like this epic, yeah, his his little mountie with the outfit. dog. Can I finish? I can I finish? I can I finish? Okay. I'm um, that was a nice yeah. little callback to the bigger, longer, uncut. That was the same wow. guy. Can I finish? Yeah, I can the, I finish? The, I can I finish? The Canadian minister. Um, God, the, all the Canadian uh, characters they get are great. Um. What's uh? How great was the hootie and the blowfish in in that in the super hard PCness episode? I, I thought that was so funny. It was funny. great. Yeah, you guys are hearing. <laughs> or, I don't know. Hold my hand softly, playing in. Yeah, hold <laughs> I love my hand. <laughs> I love that it 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 bled out of his 
His ears. His thoughts. Yeah, in his, <laughs> his internal monologue just playing. His internal loud. monologue was 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 audible. And then we get another. We get a great callback. Um, what was it? Uh, in the in the finale where uh where the is someone hearing uh, some other yeah, song? Yeah, it was another Hootie song. Yeah. No, um, strong him and strong woman harmonizing together. Yeah. Uh, I, I've written down here "Nut Job Two, Nutty by Nature." I don't know what that was referring to, but it, it made me laugh. Um, yeah. Oh, is the Splatty Tomato the the review? Uh, Trump's reviews have oh, gotten yeah. lower than on Splatty oh, yeah. Tomato, <laughs> lower than Nut Job Two, Nutty by Nature. <laughs> <laughs> nutty by Nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. That like uh, Garrison is so pissed off about him getting a, a rotten tomato review that he's now like In, roaming the roaming woods, roaming the woods, asking people about his approval rating uh-huh and then the whites um, and then we had the whites the offended whites. yeah well yeah that so well i guess we'll talk the finale more here the um the whole way they tackled the fact that it it's white america is the only people standing up standing up in defense of trump now uh it's just a perfect way that nobody gives it nobody cares about the whites why don't you ask the whites no, you have the everything whites are the only person that blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and and then anytime Randy would check him, it was great because he's like, "Come on, Bob, think about your your wife and kids for Christ's sake." Oh. I mean, he he's not saving Christmas. He's running around scaring your kids and shooting in the woods <laughs> for Christ's sake, Bob. <laughs> Randy Randy was so great in that one moment when they were doing the parody of it, and they're like, "Have you guys seen Stranger Things?" Yes, I've seen Stranger Things, and I've seen. I saw it too. Then Randy walks up on that bike, <laughs> <laughs> and and well, then he leaves on the bike and yeah, he, he falls, falls over up. it. <laughs> falls <down. laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then they gotta um, they gotta walk around trying to to solve the mystery to rock and eighties music, but they play the Pandora. Yeah. and it's just like the Super Bowl shuffle and all sorts of. Nonsense. I know the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, all these like lame eighties songs. Which it's so true because uh, I I've messed around with Pandora and Spotify, you know, like um, in lieu of uh, the you know Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. You're like, oh, how do I find more of those cool songs that they use in that movie? And then you, you'll throw on like an '80s playlist, or or you'll search like uh, you know one of the songs, uh, Diamond in the uh, mm-hmm. the Spaceman in the Sky, or whatever. And then like all this crap will come on until you get to like some of the the fun stuff. Yeah, the '80s for. You can give them credit for having some awesome music, but they had equally as many terrible, terrible songs. And yeah, yeah. The the so the the guy that the from the police force, I guess he's like a, a sheriff's sheriff's deputy or something. He comes in to lead the investigation. I think his name is Officer Bright. Okay, but where, where where's Harrison Yates? That's what I wanted to know. Yeah, uh, excellent opportunity. Anytime there's a police investigation, yeah, and they don't go Gotta to get Yates, Yates in there. <laughs> I know they used him earlier, but come on, man. Put it. We give the we people give what they want. Skies? Yeah. I I want Yates undercover again. <laughs> come on, come on, you pussies. Come you on. can take more you of can them. Take more of you. Well, especially because you've got PC principal, <laughs> and there's a tie right to uh, the the frat life. So you know you can mm. do some sort of thing where Harrison Yates is going undercover yeah. in a frat environment again, making sure everyone's you... staying safe and protected. Do you think in his younger years, PC Principal was one of the guys fucking undercover Harrison Yates? Oh my 
gosh, yeah. <laughs> you just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. We, we gotta go back people. and watch the stills of that and see if we can see Yates <laughs> or uh, CPC in the background. Yeah. Oh. Um, boys what for oral and anal sex. Half of them didn't even <laughs> Half use condoms. Half of them didn't use condoms. <laughs> Don't you know how many diseases you can get? Hand me that evidence bag. <laughs> oh, it's all-time favorite segments. Anyway. So uh, they had a, they had a, they had a great uh, dig on uh, Kathy Griffin. Remember you remember that part where it was like uh, you'll end up just like Kathy uh, Griffin. Oh yeah, not funny for thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Because I was like, yeah, who cares about Kathy? She's just always been awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's it's an it's astonishing to me, especially in comedy where you really can't fake it. You're either you're funny or you're not. You know, it's just it just surprises me how some people can have such a lasting place in in comedy. Yeah, just she, like, she is so irritating to me. And then just like all of her like. Uh, plastic surgery stuff she looks so weird I, i've never thought she was funny and then yeah she does that tweet that tweet about trump or you know in a noose or something and she gets completely raked over the coals well no she she um, did a photo shoot where she was holding oh holding his bloodied his, head yeah, yeah. Severed head. yeah anyway we've, we've already so talked it, too much about that woman it was um it, it it was at like a uh a press conference or something where they're like, yeah, you can't joke about shooting the president even in parody. You can't even hint at mentioning it. What about if you uh, kind of jokingly suggest a friend might shoot the president? No, no, no. It's best just to, to stay away from all that. Otherwise, you'll end up like Kathy Griffin, which I think was kind of them. Maybe the censors came after them about like you you guys uh, got to be yeah. safer about the president stuff. Maybe That's a good point. Yeah, maybe that was them being meta again. You, there's always opportunities where you're like, how much is this them talking through this episode? Exactly. About their process. But also, they'd be the first people to be like, no, it wasn't about anything. You know, just stop reading into it. Um, so it's always hard to kind of walk the line of what exactly are they trying to say or if they're saying anything. Yeah. Um, did you get a kick out of the uh, the fact that <laughs> everyone else has stayed the same age, but Terrence and Philip have aged <laughs> dramatically? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're in their 70s, and they have yeah. to walk up on step stools in order to yeah. fart in a cow's face. I and, fought on Terrence. And hand fought on the cow. Love it, guys. Great, great stuff. Welcome to Netflix. Fuck yeah. Well, ne- um, yeah, Netflix is, you know, they love dusting off the- Oh, yeah, Full, Fuller House, all that, you know, the Gilmore Girls again. Mm-hmm. Anything they can get their hands on. I, I love the line. It's like, last year we greenlit 60 new original shows and movies, and this year we'd like to make that number 1,237. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so dead on. Even though I, I, I did just start another Netflix show that I'm super into, the show Easy. Uh, Easy, yeah. yeah. Joe I just I just finished off the Mindhunter, which was great. Yeah. Ozark before that was some of the best stuff I've seen on television yeah. this year. Yeah, you know, you can't – we could laugh at them for the volume for sure and they're going to cancel probably half of what they come out with but i love that model of just let's give people a bunch of content see what sticks and then whatever doesn't work we'll say hey thanks for trying and we'll move on bye so yeah it's it's just like they're throwing everything against the wall and a few of just the law of averages says a few of those things are going to be good this is going to be the new media man i think a lot of especially people that aren't interested in being part of the the blockbuster wheel and they don't like having to 
have all of their art packaged up into a nice commercial product. They're going to be mm-hmm. using Netflix or just the streaming model to to get their work out there, but still also obviously be paid like a Hollywood. Well, that's where that's where the creatives are going because otherwise, well, I mean, either you're Zack Snyder or you're Josh Whedon, and you're forced to sit down and make movie after movie of superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or you can go to like these creative mediums where they just give you a blank check and you go off and. That, see, not to, again, point out a great point our, our buddies at The Watch have said, but uh, the thing that I think is bugging these guys, that they go off, they make Mindhunter, and then it's just out there. There's no, like, build-up. There's no Game of Thrones. Like, everyone's talking about it week after week. It's just, oh, have you seen Mindhunter? Whoa, 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 stop right there. I'm only on episode three. Oh, I'm on episode five. Yeah, that's a good When you point. catch up, let's talk. And there's no way. There's and it, no. And it was upsetting to, to guys like Adam Sandler, who loved kind of the tag that would come with a box office number and you know he was always very proud of his stats we'll call them but now Uh he'll have eight or nine movies come out on netflix and there's no way to gauge whether they're successful or not and so even he tries to get his his hits or his watches he tries to get those kind of numbers and stats out there in front of people because those guys are used to that and they they do kind of like having having a gauge for that so they can sell themselves off of yeah, he 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 signed a big giant deal with Netflix, right? I guess. Yeah, he's done. He's already done a bunch of movies. I haven't seen any of them. I I, I watched no, the they first. All I watched the first ten minutes of Ridiculous Six, and and then I turned it off. Uh, but uh, I was just kind of curious. But it um yeah, but in general, like Is Will it... Smith has a deal. Like Will Smith has a movie that's that's been uh, getting a lot of publicity recently with Joel Edgerton. Yeah, I don't know. It's called Bright or something like that. Yeah, exactly. It looks like um, Men in Black uh, meets I can't remember the, what else. Oh, uh, Bad Boys Two or something. Well, it's like a buddy cop, but uh, yeah, his cop is yeah, some sort of but thing, an alien, yeah, an alien or something. But anyway, but it's it's definitely getting like a build up to a release date. It's kind of like they're putting. Tra- I've never seen a trailer for a Netflix movie on uh, broadcast television. Yeah, but even Brad Pitt, he came out with that comedy, uh, that uh, military comedy this year. I mean, a lot of these guys. Oh yeah, are starting yeah, yeah, to yeah. make the transition over to the Netflix, and I really think they believe. And these are these are really smart business guys. I mean, Adam Sandler. Say what you want about his, you know, his track record the last twenty years. He's a very savvy film businessman and he makes himself a lot of money i think i heard once that uh to represent adam sandler he's actually the third most profitable movie star in hollywood so that's insane that guy's made such garbage yeah but he's found a a way he's found an audience he he knows what works he and again say what we want we're not watching his stuff but people are and he's and he's making money on it but so like if if a guy like adam sandler is gonna go and then a guy who's very savvy in terms of uh, a film career like brad pitt is going and then will smith these are these are big time players Jerry seinfeld yeah these are big time players seinfeld's man. in the netflix business so if they're all coming to netflix man it, it, I, I really believe it's going to be the new th- that in 10 years we're going to be talking about m- uh, the stuff we're really excited about getting released to netflix or released to amazon and which is which yeah. is bad, good for us i mean me and you both have an affection for the theater and like going to a film like to going to a theater but you know what if if it's just going to be the blockbuster show and every now and again you can go watch star wars and get excited to go out and, and do the leather yeah. the, the reclining leather chairs well and that's cool but for the most of the stuff that me and you are drawn to if that's coming right to me and i've already got a paid subscription for it we're all winning 
Yeah, and then you got the 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 4K streaming Ultra HD option for Netflix too. Dude, film um, just entertainment centers and people's houses are getting so are just getting so good that it's <laughs> there's gonna be hardly be a difference. Yeah, I I still definitely prefer the theater. I I I had a, an old school experience for the ages last night. Saw an epic doubleheader, Lady Bird, followed by the Disaster Artist. Haven't seen two movies back to back in a long time. Drillbit Taylor uh, and. What was the other one? The the double double was for you was like wasn't it like uh, you me and Dupree and or something? Else? Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, me and my buddy Zayner used to do this all the time where we would like oh what movies would go good together and uh, we, one time we did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest followed by you me and Dupree with uh, Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson and uh, Matt Dillon five hour and, time uh, waste. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, was, that was not a, a favorite of mine. It was not very good. Uh, a, a good one, we saw Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes, you know, whatever, but then followed by Up in the Air, which is a great movie. Uh, those two combined, you get a little blockbuster, you get a little uh, rom-com uh, critics pick. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. But I uh, can't say enough about Lady Bird, uh, Disaster Artist. We'll, we'll have to catch up on both of those next time. Well, it's, and speaking of the film experience, when I saw – I saw Disaster Artist on its opening night in Chicago, which was a week ago, and uh, it was filled with. You could tell there was a lot of people that were into the room, and anytime yeah. Franco did something that was it very Tommy, they would laugh. You know, they would laugh at the mannerisms. Uh-huh. And after the, and it was, and it really added to the atmosphere because the jokes were mm-hmm. really hitting hard. After the movie, people stood up with a standing ovation. So it was like really cool, like situations and moments like that. Really, yeah, really keep I, uh... me in the theater. A, a communal a communal shared experience where it's like are you guys all seeing this yeah but um, anyway we'll talk about the disaster artist on another analysis when we we're for have, sure. when Let's, we have time uh, to chew it up well uh, so how how would you rate uh i don't even know what season this is 25 20, yeah, South Park? Like 45 i don't know they, they keep they keep pumping them out uh, i don't know i thought i thought this one was better than last one i I enjoyed it. Uh, I think we're getting back to some of the things that we really like about it. There were some misses overall. Uh, I, I, it's not going to be one of the more memorable seasons, but there's definitely going to be um, a few moments that that stick out to me. Are there anything? Let me just ask you this: Is there anything that you think we're going to be quoting or giggling about five to ten years from now from this season? No, it's hard to remember anything that long. I mean, me and you have quite a few favorites you know prince uh dr or dr, dr. Powell. there's plenty of stuff you know we've Butter's just mentioned from bitch, uh yeah. butter butter bitch we will always love to go back to the 90s that faith healing episode for that alone mm-hmm. uh <laughs> go back to the 90s fuck. Oh, but even but even last season we had the member berries like we'll be we'll be talking about member berries for a while yeah i don't know if there See, was anything that... particular that stood out to me from this season hey here Here's the thing. I, I think this season, and, and this was season twenty-one, by the way. Um, overall, it was it was pretty weak. Uh, and and for me, last year's season twenty was saved. Just the member berries in the first five or six episodes, and it, and when we get into that 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 open with the dice reference, uh, I forget what episode that was called. Yeah. But uh, stick it in her clam. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, once we get to the result of the election affecting the show, that totally nosedived, and it was really uh, um, a drain, or yeah, to watch, mm-hmm. and also just a, I mean, but a, a absorbing entertainment uh, from last November December was was kind of a, a strain as well. Mm-hmm. Just like, what the fuck? We're, 
Um, but no, so this season, yeah, it was kind of like ho-hum. There were some good ones. There were some whatever ones. But I think as a whole, it was kind of weak and unmemorable, uh, to your point, where I don't think there's anything that really stands out that's that's going to be – I mean, the, the hoodie in the uh, – uh, we need to call HR. What is that, hoodie removal? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a kind, you know, there were some fun giggles, but there was nothing like, oh, my God, Bob, you, like, have you seen last night's episode yet? Yeah, we didn't Get to have this any point. of those fun texts. So. Uh, yeah, there was there was just some episodes that were better than others, and, um, you know, they, they kind of got away from serialization a little bit, but not really – um, I guess maybe the white people renovating homes was kind of out there and funny. Right. But uh, I've already forgotten about that. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, the the, the sup witches. Uh, Randy partying in the in the <laughs> doing doing heroin with his buddies Jack in the woods and was kind of funny. <laughs> Jack and crack. Uh, I mean, what else? Maybe like the fact that uh, Randy was married in a Columbus costume. Now that's yeah, that's fact. that would probably be my favorite one. It, just yeah. a favorite little bit of how super psyched he was on Columbus. But overall, yeah, I'd give it the handout moving side to side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. A little, little shrug. Um, I think what doomed this season was the over-reliance on the Eric Cartman-Heidi relationship because of how much it kind of derailed last season, and then they kind of brought it back and even went deeper with it. And I guess maybe they wanted to play around with another character and kind of turn Heidi into a you know a female Cartman was kind of an interesting. It explored some interesting it, things, yeah. I thought, but it was yeah overall uh, just less a little less fun. Yeah, so I mean this one was good. You know you got the make make America great again it balloon, uh, and then you turning the president into this it thing was it's it's perfect parody. It's really well done. Uh, PC principal getting a little play at the end there, which I always appreciate because I think he's a, a well of, of humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his his little applause when he introduced strong woman, uh, <laughs> a very quick golf clap was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, last the, the two episodes at the end there were were a lot of fun, but at the season as a whole, I guess I'd say maybe like a C plus. Yeah, I don't know. Let's move on to Larry. Yeah, uh, another great finale, a very strong season. Fatwa! Fatwa! So I want to yeah, but... rewind to the episode eight where, with the shocker, uh, uh-huh. and just a lot of the season was very reminiscent of when Larry was on Broadway and, you know, the fatwa is going to Broadway and Larry can't mm-hmm. stay awake and each, you know, the, he drools on the head of somebody in when he was going out for the producers and then this one, he has, he has Jeff's sleeping pills. I thought that well, it was, a it was like a muscle relaxer. It was like a really intense painkiller for his shoulder Correct. and it puts him to sleep. Yeah. And then like the guys in Hamilton are like, Hey, you know, the look on his face when, yeah. when Larry's caught in the headlights, it's a really funny look and just can't stay awake. But um, Lin-Manuel was, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't into Lin at all in this, and he definitely comes off like an asshole. Which I know he's playing a character. I know that's not how Lin is very, but I, I just didn't find. He's his... probably the complete opposite of that in real life. And so which, I mean, he's he's probably like the nicest dude ever. I mean, I, I have no basis for that, but uh, I just I, I really want him to... to be the nicest dude ever. <laughs> if I found out that he was like that in real life, I'd be a little sad. I, I yeah I really love Lin Manuel Miranda, but this he he's he's a genius. But I I think he was kind of struggling playing yeah the asshole uh, yeah kind of uh, the, the, let's draw the curtain back kind of like Entourage where everyone on that show is a fucking d bag. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, it was kind of going for that a little bit. And, and I the think power he was trip, yeah, the creative power. Yeah. We got to get behind that desk. I, I didn't really get in any of that. But the stuff I did no. love in that episode was when Lauren Graham, when she's telling all the dirty sex stories and Larry's worried about what she's going to say about him. And so he, he, uh-huh. tries to, he tries to drop the fuck contract. People don't like to sign <laughs> fuck contract. And I was going to ask, good. is that something you might apply in your life? Are you going to try to get some documents? People don't sign fuck documents, Larry. Okay? Maybe drop the fuck <laughs> this documents. Is a great, this is a great idea. The, the best sex of your life. Or, orgasms for for the rest of your life. Just sign. It's a great idea. So. um, No. No. That's. uh, <laughs> Wait, wait. Are you talking about Long Balls Larry? That's, that's <laughs> the guy I was dating. Long Balls Larry. <laughs> um. Larry loves um, characters on his show watching characters on TV. That's a good um, point. There's a lot of television. We've done that a couple of times where he's gone to court twice uh, in, in, in this season of Curb. There's a bunch of Seinfeld moments where uh, where yeah, when Jerry appears on you know late night, and uh, and his family and friends are, are all watching, watching him in the puppy and, shirt. And, I mean, that's a classic yeah. example right there. Well, not and then like something about something will come out about Leo uh, telling. He's like, ah, my uncle Leo. You know, he's whatever. He's he's nuts. He's crazy. My family's crazy. Uh, that whole moment where he Leo's in bed with with his girlfriend and she's laughing hysterically because Jerry is uh, saying that uh, yeah. His uncle thinks everybody's anti-Semitic. Yeah, I mean that's just—it's just an interesting thing I notice where he loves to kind of turn the camera around on and have people watching mm-hmm. television. Well, that even even the, the beginning of this season—he that's how he gets in the Fatwa trouble, is that he's on late night. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a vehicle he likes to use. Uh, it was, but I always just kind of the first thing when I when I'm taking notes for us to talk, the first thing I always write down in a curb episode is the exchange that he has with Leon. It's always the funniest thing to me. And so, you know, I just love what he's talking about the fuck documents, you know, and it's such an odd relationship. And it, <laughs> yeah. I just love that. He there... was so that people loved him so much that he had to, he had to justify keeping this guy around. I mean, the, the, the Browns are so they've been gone for so long, you know? Yeah. And, and now he's just in his house. His just lives in the guest, guest house. house. And anytime you need someone to talk filth with, JB yeah. Smooth is there. Yeah, if Greg's not available. <laughs> yeah, with Greg Rock. <laughs> that guy with filth. He's got filth. Anyway, but the uh, I thought uh, I thought the the ending in the episode was I, the whole Miss Shapiro thing was really annoying to me. Not just because she was annoying, but I just didn't like the the moments with the with the watering the fern. And this isn't. Hey, lady, get out of here. This isn't a frat house where you can come back and visit. We don't do alumni <laughs> weekends. I Yeah, you didn't like uh, the the old person coming in and complaining that her house is going to ruin? Yeah, no, I thought – I don't know. It was something that was so – because, you know, a lot of times it's great when – like how you said, sometimes it's on the line whether you should root for Larry or not, or sometimes you feel a little guilty rooting for Larry, but, you know, he has a good point. But this one was so ridiculous – <laughs> that it was so far beyond reason that it was like, of course, Larry's in the right here. This woman's yeah, yeah, breaking into his yeah, house, you know, yeah, and ruining his dinner you, party. And, it's like yeah. no one with with any sort of sense would would do this kind of charade. Um, 
what do, what do you think about the uh the, the paintball with uh oh god re- remind me the guy's name ron swanson um, yeah ron swanson uh, well that's his that's uh, his character's name it's uh god wow we're really shitty talk show we can't think of his name uh nick nick offerman, offerman. <laughs> there we go yeah yeah uh i thought that was really great and that's a classic like you actually owe me money. The 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 Larry anything yeah. tip related or money related. Uh, I know he's got so much money, but he, he always gets caught up in the minutia of like three or four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's like actually, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a really great point that was made. I actually didn't think about it until it was br- like he he has the conversation with Leon, and I was like, oh wait shit, twelve fifties yeah. his gross. That's not his net. I'm, I'm not FICA. I'm not FICA. Fucking your ass. Fucking your ass, man. Fucking you. Um, I mean, how did yeah, Larry man. ever think he was gonna make Jeff's daughter's wedding? He's so far late, and then he calls in that. The, <laughs> uh, the stand-in. The stand-in to do his shitty speech about separate bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cheryl uh, knows all the lines, like all the shitty joke lines that he was obviously going to say. Oh, that was so. Good. Yeah. Right. Cause that's his like wedding speech. Oh, oh yeah, because the separate separate bathrooms. Separate bathrooms, yeah. yeah. So good. Um, yeah. Well, uh, so many I mean, nice top pants. to bottom. Yeah, I mean, Larry always pays it off. It, well, both uh, these shows, both South Park and Curve, really reward the people that have stood the test of time and watch all of them because you could watch them individually or separately and laugh or get something out of them, but when you know all the little nuggets and the little Easter eggs from other episodes, it really makes it enjoyable. And that's why these shows that last 21 seasons or even Larry is like nine seasons. It's, it, it happened a lot, the office, but it, it just, it really pays off the longtime fan. Yeah. Um, well, here's a little insider uh, tidbit. Uh, our buddy Cameron Dodge white fan, uh, friend of the pod, okay. uh, long time, uh, producer was uh, was a little irked by the opening bit about uh larry because at, at little dom's the restaurant he manages uh, they do not seat partial parties oh so he was upset <laughs> when larry he uh, bypassed the partial party yeah yeah which i mean it's such a stupid just because then you have all these people standing it, taking up room in the by the host stand and it's just uh, well yeah but anyway. the, i mean it's not like the the restaurant wasn't sensitive to that. They definitely yes anded Cameron's sentiments then. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I mean he was yeah, just upset no, it, at Larry, but yeah, so was the restaurant. Yeah, exactly. So he well, was, I'm saying like I, he, he he wasn't in on the joke, I guess. Wow. It was too it hit too close for him. Yeah, too close to home. But hey, you know um, what? That staff looked like a great staff, but yeah, great not staff, as great of a yeah. staff as over there at the Lincoln. Wanna give I a mean, shout the, out to the, our re- friends. The Lincoln. The I, I will say the reason she gave was pretty lame. We, we the chef prefers if everyone has the optimal dining experience. I mean that's not that's not that's how it not works. Why. It's just like yeah, because uh, you know you have a two hour window for a table of four, and you um and you want to get them you know, turned started. over and started at the yeah, same exactly. time. Because if your friend shows up a half hour later, the two hours becomes two and a half hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get. It. Um. Anyway. Well, uh, yeah, great finale. I mean, do you think we'll ever see the show again? Was it? Was this it? Well, I listened to a podcast with Jeff Garland, and he didn't say specifically that Larry had told him. He was just in his gut. He feels that 
if it's not soon, they're going to do another season at some point. He, he, yeah, he, I, I listened to that same podcast. Yeah, he had the that. instinct that, that they were going to do a season nine eventually, and he has the instinct that they will do a season ten eventually. So mm-hmm. he's a pretty honest guy. Yeah, I love he, he just like shows up and just like kind of like does it and is there. Like Jeff just doesn't really. Yeah. He doesn't like to think about it or analyze. He's just he's just there. He does his thing, and it's kind of a sweet gig. Yeah, I love this cowboy hat and this cowboy outfit. The only downside is I got to keep fucking my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah, terrible. Oh Jesus. But she ends up Great with a line. shucker. Damn. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, right. the the shucker, the guy from Wings. I forget his name. Yeah, I don't know his the name actor. either. Wings guy. That's enough. Um. Great, yeah, solid, solid. Anything else to say about it? I don't really. No, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun watching. Oh, it. oh, the uh, the the interpreter's breast was good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Get her out of here. You know what? You gotta go. Get it, get it. You got, I, I, get, everyone's staring at the tits. <laughs> fatwa, there's a fatwa. There's a fatwa. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that in the bonus. Hey, uh, Hayes, is a uh, appreciate yeah. you chopping with me today, man. Uh, would you mind playing us out with a little hootie? A little hole yeah. in my hand. Play it out soft, real soft underneath down. Yeah, yeah. Someone must have placed a device uh, between my ears. Um, but yeah, that's uh, so enjoy your uh, Cabrera signing. Uh, I got to jump off too. But uh, yeah, it was a fun one. We, we wrapped up South Park and Curb. And next time we'll, we'll, we'll get into more prestige drama on the, the Oscar trail. All right. See you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, Andrew Papa. Bye. Two guys pooping. Two guys pooping.